rolling. We started. Is yeah, this we, it? We, we, this is not reasonable yet, ignorance. Yes, sir. Now, Whoa. this is the ignorant shit you like. I am King Cooler. This is the ignorant shit you I'm like. Nigga. This is the ignorant shit you like. Come on. <laughs> this is the ignorant shit you like. You know the boy he has when the mother got a nine chasing a chicken. Bombs. Reasonable Ignorance, episode 45. That's the one and only Michael Jeffrey Jordan when he made his return. Yeah, 45, That's baby. only 45, you know? That's, that's, that's the, he, he trumped all the way. It's that show, baby. It's that show. Every day. Every night. How old is this song? All the time. Uh, yeah. Every day I need an ounce and a half. SP, the only flow so that you know. For your With kids. a bounce and a half. Listen, kid, I Every need a pound and a half. So I can years old. up, hop in the whip and like bounce to the ab. Uh-huh. I get high cause I'm in the hood. The guns is around. To take a blunt just to ease the pain and humble me now. And I'd rather roll something up. Cause if I'm... Mm-hmm. Hey man, if you What's was, the difference between Styles P and Jada Kiss? Uh, one got a real raspy voice and the other one doesn't. But if you was playing this music for every day for your kid's life when he was seven, eight years old, that's why it gets so hot now. Jamal, what was you doing, 95? SIU. Did you play us yet? We were West Coast. West Coast and West the Lonies. They only hit. We was wasn't crib doing, we, we wasn't crib walking back then. No, it wasn't no crib walking. Uh, we had to be a but them niggas was, was doing that was this is when the bay was popping. Yeah. Well the bay still popped on his own. What is this? My jam. Jeezy, huh? Yes. Wet side. Wet side. If you don't know by now, this show is going to be about cannabis, weed, loud, whatever you want to say. But before we introduce our special guest, I got to do it. Before, because there's no other time to do it. Oh Lord, we gotta play the number one song in the country right now. Oh, oh. Panda, 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 panda. Nope, nope. Panda, 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 Not panda. That shit. Let's go. Let's hear the number one panda, song panda, in the country panda, right panda, now. Panda, 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 panda. Let's go. That ain't. What the it. fuck is it? That ain't. <gasps> it. What is it? What? No, that ain't it either. Single this one for me and you. New edition. What? Ah! Hey. Number one in the country, baby. I did that. No, you can't say this is good music. This ain't good music, man. You're like a melody. Yeah. That never goes away. Woo! You're the sweetest thing. For every nigga that's 45 and older. And not shooting up the club. Yeah. That means not getting nobody pregnant or really trying to shoot a motherfucker in the head. Johnny Gill still got it, baby. And the rest of the guys too. Johnny Gill That's still the number got it. one contemporary R&B song in the country right now. For people that's 45 and older. And listen, 
they, they much, they, they, they really do real singles. They ain't not using no fucking auto tune or no man, shit like that. We know you're biased towards the uh, new edition. The greats. And everything. Yeah. Yeah. As the engineer chimes in. When number one is number one. Shout out to Matt Mercado. Yeah. Check it out. We got a special guest. We got a special guest. This guy is for everybody I've always worked, I've ever worked with at any barbershop besides Polly Corey and Yaki. The only guys who never smoke, but everybody else has taken a toke on some some weed while we were actually working together or whatever. Shout out to Vino, Rick, Tone, Black, uh, 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 my man Doc. We call him, he got so many names. He's from the east side. He, he one of the Moe's. All well, people, all well to the Moe's. Some Mo's. people call him... Uh, Crimes fighter. Some people call him uh, Edward Bate Jr. Oh, he got so many names. My man call him uh, You God. We got the very special guest, Richard Pock in the house. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. From Dispensary 33, medical cannabis dispensary. Am I correct? Yep. Yep. What is that? So, the state of Illinois allows for uh, 60 licenses for medical cannabis dispensaries for uh, any patients who qualify under the 39 qualifying conditions. So, okay. we, we sell weed out of the store, basically. You sell weed out of the store? Yep. What are the qualifications to get that medical card to get the weed out of the store. So it's a little bit cumbersome in Illinois, right? But you have to get a card from the Department of Health. Uh, in order to get the card, you have to have one of 39 qualifying conditions. Uh, and they range. There's there's all types of uh, different conditions. A physician has to sign a certification uh -huh. that says you do, in fact, have one of these conditions. Uh, and then you apply. You pay, a, I want to say it's a $100 fee. Uh, and then you get your card. Wow. I didn't know it was that simple. Yeah. I thought you had to, like, Ask your doctor. You can ask. Like, you can ask any doctor. Anyone licensed under the medical but practice. But as long act of as you're actually diagnosed, you can just apply. Yep. Yeah. As long as you have one of the conditions. As long as a physician will say you have one of these conditions. Mm -hmm. And all the conditions and everything is listed lit. on our website, uh, dispensary33.com. Mm -hmm. Wow. Let me check that out. You gotta 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 get one of them 39 conditions like black toenails. They won't turn <laughs> no, <laughs> nothing like that. Oh. Bombs. It's a little bit stricter in Illinois than like. Turn my bombs up, bombs. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous here. Yeah, you, bombs. You gotta get right. It's ridiculous. Get really fucked up. Nah, man. I was I was just living in Michigan, on and off for the past I don't know seven years, and getting a med card up there is just as easy as going up to a going up to a dispensary. They got a doctor right there, and pretty much you pay him. You pay him a hundred dollars. You pay the state whatever it, it costs and. Up there at the time, it was uh, like three different cards you could get. You could get a, a caregiver, you could get a grower, and you can get a patient. And basically, caregivers take care of patients. Say, I'm a caregiver, you guys are patients. So you come to me with your card, I say, okay. However, it worked back then, it was uh, six plants a person. Right. As long as you're a patient, you get six plants. You could grow them at home yourself, no problem. It's all good. And who are you? Uh... Oh, just a nigga who smoke weed. Just a nigga who smoke <laughs> weed. <laughs> we'll just run with that. No. Welcome, welcome, nah, welcome nah. to the reason we do this podcast. <laughs> hey, that's that's Jamal's little brother, man. AKA what? Smoke it. 
Smoking just a nigga smoking who smokes. Crete. Just a, just a, yeah, uh, just smoking Smoke from Crete. Smoke Crete every day. Exactly. Yeah, so so we, we, we bought the real weed smokers in right. here. Sour Dutch is in the building, finally. Yeah. Haven't seen him in a whole motherfucking month. Hey, bro. And he's rolling up, all right. He's doing his thing. He went on the eatcation and shit. Yeah. How was that? Did you smell me? All right, all right. <laughs> uh, bombs. That's awful. <laughs> so Turn my bombs up. So rich. You started on the West Coast, right? Yeah. So I got into the industry in the late '90s. I was in uh, Northern California, uh, managing kind of large-scale outdoor cultivations. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was in Denver um, when it first went medical. We opened one of the first seven medical dispensaries in the city of Denver. Uh, it's called wow. the, the Herbal okay. Center. Um, and then Bonserrat did a few other things, and then when the law when the law changed in Illinois, came here to to set up a dispensary. So tell us how much for to start in in California, in Colorado, and say Illinois. Tell us around about roundabout amount you would need to start out in each state. Right. So all those states are pretty different. The laws is really different. Uh, California is, is similar to Michigan, right? It's a patchwork of laws. They're, they're not uh, cohesive throughout the state. They're not recognized by the federal government as having a legal state-run program. Right. In California, it can be very cheap. It, it depends if you don't want to grow, if you just want to have a dispensary. Right. Um, in California, to just have a dispensary, it's there's no license, really. Everyone's doing it quasi-illegally, right, in the, in the gray market. Right. So it's whatever it costs to build out a store. Uh, could be as low as 20, 30, 50 grand. Um, in Denver, it's licensed and it's regulated, but a license costs, you know, several thousand dollars. It depends, again, if you want to grow or not, but you could do it for a couple hundred thousand dollars. I'd say whatever you could do a, a small business for, a coffee shop, a restaurant, something like that. Wow. Uh, in Illinois, the barrier for entry is much higher, right? So um, the license here costs $30,000. Uh, that's um, just a get? That's before you apply. It yeah. probably costs five figures just to apply, mid five figures. Um, you probably need somewhere in six figures to open a dispensary um, and to open a cultivation center on average, like a grow in Illinois is going to cost uh, more than 10 million. What? Yeah, more than 10 million. Bombs! This quick thing here. This is the worst do you state grow on in. site or do you, they have sectioned off areas where you have like plots of land and then you go cultivating and bring right. it back. So in Illinois, there's two separate licenses. There's a dispensary license of which there's allowed to be 60 geographically dispersed throughout the state based on population. There are allowed to be 21 cultivation centers. So only 21 growing licenses are out there. Those are divided by Illinois State Police District. Each district can have one. So, you know, besides local ordinance, how to deal with zoning and getting all of that, the application process was super competitive. So there's only 81 licenses available there were three or four hundred applicants for them. Wow. You spit yeah. motherfucking facts, man. Yeah. Ridiculous. Rich, right. let's go. Yeah. Let's go back, Rich. Why, 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 why medical marijuana? Why mar- medical cannabis? Why did you go into this field in the first place? What along the way led you to that? So, I mean, honestly, I ended up in the industry kind of by accident, right? Uh, the kind of places that I was helping out with were friends of mine who were from Northern California in the, uh, what they call the Emerald Triangle, right? This is the, the hub of, of cannabis in, in, in America. Right. 
I just got into it then, and it was for aesthetic value stuff, right? Um, smoke and taste and quality and all these kinds of things. It's just something that that you learn to, um, you know, it, it's just it's like a connoisseurship, right? It's just something that I took interest in. So you smoke? You, that, that, that's the number one question we should have asked first of all. Do you smoke? I smoke when I'm in legal markets. So I Box. smoke when I'm in Colorado. I smoke when uh, I'm in Oregon. When I'm in Washington. Uh, uh, in the state of Illinois, I am barred from smoking because I, I can't be a patient. Oh wow! So you said you can't be a patient. You can't. I, I can't be a patient here because of my involvement with the dispensary. So it's one of the That's kind Illinois of Illinois law. Yeah, it's a very strict sort of law here. Um, um, in other words, you're not going to be getting no goddamn money and getting high living the life of Riley. Honestly. Not here. Illinois was very, very deliberately wanted to raise the bar of business that was happening, right? So when you first started out, when I first started out in Colorado, my first place, it was very mom and pop shop, right? It was me and right. my cousins, and we built the place, like, right? So we did the construction ourselves, and we did all that kind of stuff. The level of business sophistication in Illinois is kind of on a different level, right? I'm usually in meetings with people who used to be attorneys, used to work in finance. Uh, Colorado wasn't like that. When I went to a meeting, it's all growers, right? right? It's all people who grew stuff. Um, but the way it is now, uh, the big feeling is that that's the way the law had to be constructed to get it passed in Illinois. For a blue state, we are easily the most conservative, right? For, right. for a staunchly democratic state. Um, we have, you know, we have to deal with Midwestern values here, which are really different than out West, right? Okay. Uh, okay. Colorado feels like a West Coast city, right? Or Denver does, I should say. Um, right. So, yeah, when we got to the medical program in, in Colorado, the thing that changed is um, the medicinal benefit of cannabis stopped being a joke, right? We saw it working on cancer patients, children with epilepsy. The research got bigger. We started understanding way more about it. It's so uh, letting children smoke. Children don't smoke. They usually take an oil, some kind of sublingual or a tincture. Um, okay, follows a similar pathway as inhalation, right? It's different than digestion, but it's it's incredibly effective, right? Uh, Doctor Sanjay Gupta reversed his position, right? He did the CNN documentaries, Weed, Weed Two. Yeah, they uh, profiled a little girl named Charlotte Figgies. She was having over two hundred seizures a week. At two hundred seizures a week. You know, you have develop, developmental damage. You have brain damage happening. Uh, yeah. A child can't develop with that many seizures in a week. Exactly. We saw a case like hers go from 200 seizures a week to two or three. Damn. Right? So she can develop like a normal child after that. They right. named that uh, a famous strain after her called Charlotte's Web. Right? That's named after mm. her. Wow. wow. And so we so started. You're saying from 200 seizures, 200 to 300 seizures to two or three a week? Two or three a week, nocturnal, right? So the seizures that happen when you're sleeping, they're less severe. Um, Whoa. And she is completely off of all other anti-seizure medication. This is all she's taking now. Wow. So no you know. Western medication for her whatsoever. It's, it's strictly cannabis tincture. Yep, and... like concentrated like cannabis oil. Okay. And we see it work for all kinds of people. And then, you know, there's always, there's no research. There's no research. That's not true, right? We have dozens of clinical trials from the 1970s showing that it's effective for cancer patients dealing with nausea, dealing with cancer pain, neuropathy, uh, autoimmune disease, rheumatoid arth like rheumatoid arthritis, MS, things like that. Um, and more and more research is coming out uh, every, you know, every, every year. There's all a whole bunch of new stuff coming out. So what changed was that, the medical part wasn't a joke about like glaucoma no more. It was 
we could really help people. And that's kind of where it began. Once that gained traction, that that's easy to take mainstream. Okay. You know, it's it's uh there was a concerted effort in the industry to stop portraying ourselves like uh stoners and and things like that. Um and there's big debate among the industry too. A lot of people in the industry don't like the fact that there's all these lawyers involved now, right? All these kind of big business people getting involved in the cannabis industry. Right. Um well, there's money but it's an evolution. Involved. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, and it's, and it's different in every state, right? Like you have a lot of you have a lot more small stakeholders in Denver than you do in Chicago. Um um, and, you know, in New York, there are even fewer, you know, New York has a, has a medical law now. Uh, right. You can't smoke flour, bud, right? It's only vapables and consumables. Um, so it's very strict. And I believe the state of New York opened with 2000 patients in a state of like 15, 20 million. I don't know. New York city by itself has 12 million people or something yeah. like that. Brooklyn only 2000 like, patients. What, 4 million? That, yeah. And only a couple thousand patients signed up because the law is so restrictive there. Um, but we're going to see it. I mean, there are 24 states now that uh, have some sort of medical cannabis laws. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's uh, I haven't seen anyone put the genie back in the bottle yet. Right? Exactly. But this is the direction that we're going to go. There's huge public approval. Something like 70 percent of physicians, according to uh, the AMA and WebMD, um, endorse medical cannabis use. Uh, more than 51 percent of the country has tried it. Um, more than 60 percent of Republicans endorse it. More than 80 percent of Democrats endorse it. You know, more than 70% of uh, independents. So it's not a partisan issue anymore. And its impact is beyond it's just medicinal value, right? It's, it's, it's crossed over into a conversation about uh, the war on drugs and its efficacy. And do we, do we need to be locking people up for small amounts of possession, which is, you know, a huge portion of, of, of the prison population. You know? yeah. <laughs> just that. That's yeah. a daily thing. Say that I shit swear. again, man. I worry about that every day. That's why I just smoke in the crib. Ain't no point in smoking outside. I don't want to get my cops up just to get high. It costs too much money. But they are they are locking, you know. They're, they're locking lo- niggas up. Yeah, they are. But you, you, but you, but you realize that the, for what they sell on the corner, they can, you know, put the money together and get their own shop, right? Yeah, theoretically. They, yeah, but not theoretically. here, though. But not here, though. But realistically. Well, here it's too late now, right? The licenses have all been awarded. You have to wait for another round of licenses to happen, which won't happen until the pilot program expires. You know. Um, and when is that? Two thousand and eighteen. It's got to go up for renewal. And so, so what he's saying and is, and then they could shut it down after exactly. that too. They could. They could. No look, state has done that yet. Look at Dutch. If he if he's smoking and he's riding, they don't even have to. If they smell the weed on him, they can take his car, arrest him, impound his car. Now he has to pay for his car. Now he has a, a, a ticket. Now he has to pay for an attorney. Then he has to go to, you know, go to, he's missing work because he's say, say that adjective louder, nigga. Yeah. Oh, oh. That sound like a lot. Oh. What about the police record? Ad-lib, that, that, ad-lib the, the, that the record, shit, the criminal oh. record is the worst out of all yeah, of them. Yeah, I'm talking about all of this. He, he's trying to fight all of this in court. So who's getting paid off all this shit? The uh, city of Chicago, the Cook County uh, administration, and the state of Illinois. So the, he's paying all of them. When basically he can, he's not eligible, but ten dollars worth of weed. Yeah, and so it I mean, the, ten thousand. The real irony is that you're paying the state, but the state's losing money on it, exactly. right? The state and the city are losing money fighting these kinds of cases, incarcerating people, clogging key, up the system. They're just gonna throw the case right? out. So it's not it's not that the state is even benefiting; they're, right. they're losing money too. It's a lose lose situation all the way around. You know, 
Wow. Why hasn't it been declassified yet, though, in your so opinion? So the DEA is going up for it in June. There's a lot of speculation about whether they will reschedule oh, yeah, or not. Um, they've said this before. In in my opinion, it's because we've just started tipping the dominoes, you know? Like, yeah. we're talking about rescheduling, which is something that we need, right? Schedule one, That's that <laughs> means no medicinal value and, and high high chance of addiction. That's heroin, right? right? Um, um, that's that's crack cocaine. These are the kind of things that are schedule one uh, schedule one narcotics. Talk that shit, man. You know? So, yeah, you know, and it's a funny thing. It all goes back to Nixon, right? In the 1970s, we passed, 1977, we passed the Controlled Substance Act. We scheduled all the drugs. For whatever reason, at that time, the Nixon administration had a particular problem with cannabis. Uh-huh. And so the problem that's having now is through Nixon, through Reagan, even through Clinton, even through Obama, we have maintained this war on drugs. And we have maintained the Controlled Substances Act, right? Okay. Um, undoing things that the government did take time right it's just you know we're we're, we're set up as a republic we're not, you know we're not really federalists so the way laws have to change in in a republic uh in a republican kind of right there's power to the states right so states have to change their own individual laws when enough states have changed their laws eventually you get a lawsuit that goes to the supreme court the supreme court will then decide um the problem in america is even though politicians are for rescheduling or descheduling cannabis, it's really sticky. It's really messy for but, them. But what would you say to the fact that the government having a patent on cannabis, though, for medicinal purposes that they got back when they started sure. the whole war? Like, isn't that such a hypocritic move? So the patent isn't that old, actually. And it's a pretty famous patent that we talk about in the, uh, in the cannabis industry. It's a little bit misunderstood. Um, so they didn't patent cannabis they patented it as a neural protectant the reason that they did that in my opinion and there's there's other opinions out there is actually so that when it does become descheduled and it does become federally legal they have a way to make sure that pharmaceutical companies don't try to make every patent on it it's defensive right now the big smoking gun of that is that they clearly the federal government clearly understands its medicinal benefits Right. And so they try to act as right. They can't really hide behind the fact that they don't know if it's medicinally beneficial. They know. Right. Most uh, most scientists, physicians who have studied it, at least in some cases, there is very clear medical benefit. I don't think anyone reasonably can deny that. Right. So if you want to say it cures cancer, that's different. That's a bold jump. But to say that it has zero medicinal value is clearly untrue. Damn. What's the, what's the whole battle behind it? Do you think it's the fact that they don't know how to tax it as a the cash crop it will more than likely become? I think that's what they're learning right now. Right. That's what the federal government does. They look at all the states and they say, who's got the best way to regulate it? Right. What what's happening? And I honestly think it's just it's just a big headache for them. They no president wants to be the pot president, right? Uh, even President Obama has has you know his thing was health care. Um, right. Uh, you know, whoever, if it's going to be Clinton or, or Sanders or, or, or God forbid, who else, right? It's, uh, <laughs> it's like, uh, but Trump, Trump just got Cruz dropped, just, uh, dropped, dropped out. Yeah. yeah. Cruz, Cruz dropped yeah. Out. yeah he he's dropped the, he's the real terrifying one, in my opinion, yeah. right? Um, but we got to worry about him. He, he said, fuck it tonight. Right. He's I'm going back home to my wife and fuck this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Donald Trump right. talking about my daddy help was right there when Kenny got killed. He was standing next to him. Like Trump said that shit today. Yeah, he said some he said some look, look, he said some weird shit. Yeah, but do you realize weird. like you you really like a modern day Al Capone when doing a poor bitch uh, poor bitch? Right. I mean we 
we were very careful not to portray ourselves that way to the state, right? Because this right. is this is this is Chicago. Like we, you know, the game is played a certain way here. Yeah, you know, and we're not we're not ignorant to that fact. Yeah, but it's a bunch um, of bullshit. So, cause you right. said you was actually from here first, right? Right. Yeah, I was born in uh, Albany Park. Uh, you know, raised oh, yeah, back so. and forth from uptown. My cousins are in back of the yards. So. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. you were you born in back of the yards. You were born and raised in, in Albany Park? In Albany Park, in Uptown. I uh, went to high school, most of high school in the suburbs. Which one? Stayed with my aunt, uh, Glenbrook South. Okay. Um, so I was there for about three years. Um, yeah, and then, you know, I mean, our dispensary is named uh, Dispensary 33. 1933 was the year the Volstead Act was repealed. The Prohibition of Alcohol was repealed. Exactly. Right? So that's kind of what we're named after. Yeah, I drink so, it so let's go back for a second to the, to the, to the young Richard Pot. Glenbrook, you went to you went to was Glenbrook South. Glenbrook South. Were you indulging then? In high school, sure, sure. I was. Uh, I never, you know, I, I barely kind of graduated. I never went to college or nothing like that. Um, okay. My parents moved me out to my auntie's house, I know so I could go to a better when school. You come back now you know? to the high school reunion. <laughs> <laughs> I know you the shit. Okay. Oh, you know, so rich. You see me. No, I mean, you know, I get a lot of I get a lot of Facebook friend requests from old old, old people back yeah. in the day. Word? Yeah. You know, um What class were you? Uh 97. 97. Okay. 97. Right. Yeah. Right. So Damn. I mean, I was uh I was uncomfortable in the suburbs. You know, okay. I was there was a big uh, Asian migration that happened where everybody just picked up and left Lawrence and and moved out to to Glenview and Mount Prospect and Skokie and places like that cuz our parents were chasing a better education for us, you know. Okay. Um, so I'm super grateful for the education I received out there because coming from, you know, I, I went to Capitol, I went to Queen of Angels, um, you know, but the level of education in the suburbs is no joke. It's, it's, it's a, it's a different Where level. Where is that located at, Queen of Angels? Uh, Western and Sunnyside. Okay. Um, I think I don't know where it's at. Yeah, I, I know North exactly side, North side. Listen, listen, listen. What are you? What race? Wait, wait, what ethnic? Oh, I'm Korean. I'm wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So that Harper High School <laughs> education. Ethnicity. I need that on Damn. No, you don't. Hey, hey Harper, she's just saying that shit. This is too much. How did it get in Harper High School, <laughs> baby? It ain't even that much. You, you are, though. Like, ain't even that much Heineken in the world. <laughs> <laughs> you what? I'm Korean. I'm Korean. Korean? Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. See there? God damn it. <laughs> hey, I knew, I knew he wasn't Mexican. And don't Mexican. be asking people, what are you? No, God damn what it. What are you? What are you? Plus, you know, I'm, 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 I'm no, ambiguous no, Asian. No. Even a lot, a lot of people can't tell. Because of the beard. Tell. Yeah. Because yeah, Asian American, absolutely born here. Oh, okay. What type of friends did you have out in Northern California? That was just sitting around smoking weed and talking about let's how how can we grow this shit? How can we get millions of dollars out? How can we do it? Because my friends was talking about stealing cars and fucking I mean, bitches. I got friends, I got friends like that too, but I happen to have these friends who really plugged on the hippie scene, you know, and that that's who controls all the growing in Northern California. Right. Um, what part? Uh so that whole area is like Mendocino, Trinity, and um Humble. Humble, yep. That area. Um so yeah, I had friends who was who was you know who who was out there. They needed help trimming and doing stuff like that, you know. Uh, so I was out there for a little while, helping out with that kind of stuff, and just kind of 
learned how the operation works a lot. But that wasn't that wasn't your life. That's what you didn't want to want to do, right? You were, you've had. I didn't know I could do that yet. You, know? you 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 said you didn't go to college. No, nah, I didn't go to college. I just worked. Just worked. What did you? What kind of work were you doing? 18, oh man, I done now. 18, 19, 20 years old. What are you doing? So when I was seventeen, I opened a little shop over on Madison and Pulaski. Right, we opened. Uh, you know, we sold <laughs> jeans and starter jackets and stuff like that. You know, uh, iceberg. Uh, yeah, shit. did a lot of that kind of stuff. Uh, okay. Saved up a little money, got a little rough around there. My parents wanted me to close it down because yeah. I was still in school. Um, so you had all the dope boy money coming through that end, right? Yeah, a lot all of it. All the four corner hustlers, all the vice lords. All four corner hustlers back then. This is 96, right? So This was the era when... Every, so you must have sold a lot of motherfucking Pelly Pelly. Sold a ton of Pelly. Sold a ton of... Uh, Jerbos were still hot back then. Oh, my God. Um... Averex, right? Averex jackets. Averex was popping back then because of Exhibit. Remember that? Yeah, so we used to do that. And then uh, he figured it out. At 17 years old, he figured it out. He said, I got to get what these black people want. Give the niggas what they want. They'll come. Exactly. Bobs. How many fights and shit did you see over there by that fucking church's chicken? It got pretty rough around there. You selling buck 50 hats? Yeah, all type of stuff, man. And then you know they we they had we had tried to they had tried to rob us a couple times. Um, really? But you know my friends was kind of knuckleheads back then, so okay. no, that they, didn't that didn't that was no reason for us to they, pick up and leave. They weren't going, right? <laughs> yes, right. Were your friends of all uh, ethnicities? Yeah, or yeah, all. all You're trying to show me up now, huh? With all the word. ethnicities. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Choppers, college degree, hell, motherfucker. Okay, so at twenty years of age, oh, that's deep. you were you were selling. You was over there, at Madison Pulaski. Um, what happened next? So what was I, the next I, phase. I closed that down, and then um, after high school, I went out to California for a little bit. Okay, so that's when I was doing that. Um, I came back. I started a little uh, promotion company. You know, used to used to do uh, concert promotions and and license albums in Europe. So I lived in London for a little bit. Okay, um, how was how was that? So how was that? How was that? It was sick. Uh, you know, I really liked. I really liked the work. It was. I got to work with artists. You know, because I'm not myself. I don't create nothing, but I really appreciate. You know, that whole thing. Um, so, Wu Tang fan. What's that? You a Wu Tang fan? Yeah, of course. I mean, I grew up in that in that era, right? So. Yeah. So all the '90s hip hop, and then you know, it crossed over into in the early 2000s. I was listening to a lot of like backpacker stuff, right? Like Rhyme Sayers and Def Jux and stuff like that. Um, after the whole '90s hip hop scene or the '90s rap scene was kind of fading out, and it was like about like techno music was really big, and the rave scene hit, and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then I worked in bars and nightclubs. I GM'd a lot of bars and nightclubs uh, uh, all over in uh, Denver here. Um, California. Well, you world uh, traveling, then. You, you don't. Yeah, sit, man. You I had sit still for nobody. Yeah, I had wanderlust in my twenties. You know, I didn't want to stay in in one place. So something interesting popped up. I I picked, I picked up and moved. I, yeah. I just went out there. Yeah, you know, no uh, problem telling a lady in a minute. Whatever, bitch. I buy. <laughs> Get your <laughs> kid and go. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that, that's the that's the kind of life. That's, yeah. a, that's a good life for guys. No, nah, you know, and I and I didn't really, you know, a lot of my friends where I grew up, it wasn't too many people. You know, everyone did, everyone's, you know, everyone still exists in the same 20 blocks that, yeah. that we always did. You know, a lot of my friends, they didn't, you know, most of my friends didn't go to college. We didn't travel. They didn't yeah. do stuff like that, you know. So I was just, uh, you know, I wanted to get out somewhere else, right. see how, you know, yeah. see how, what life was like. Yeah, you in didn't want to fall in love with your fat neighbor next door and have six <laughs> kids and be like, oh, this, this, 
Yeah, I know, right? with Amanda, man. Yo, and I looked out, right there. you know, like a lot of my friends, you know, <laughs> a lot yeah. of my friends had babies pretty young, yeah. you know, so then once you got kids, you, you, you got to stay, you know, you can't just pick up and move your family yeah. every, every couple of years. Yeah. Um, you got any children? No, no, I made sure not, not to, I, you know, no, I'm not married, not married. We got an awesome ladies. pullout game, and he got that weed. Ladies, what's happening? Ladies. I know, ladies. And he's a Pisces. You can uh, contact. <laughs> you can contact uh, Rich at you know reasonable ignorance at Gmail. <laughs> I'll forward the messages over. You or know. not? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we charge a ten percent uh, fee for. Uh, Middleman. Brittany's so mad <laughs> that she got damn it didn't yes. wear no dress tonight. What? No, 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 no. Not that not that at all. Um that, Yes, yes. Wait, what's what's the what's the most the popular weed that's that, that people come for the most? So we do a little different, right? So I carry only ten or twelve strains and I rotate them very often. A lot of places will carry forty strains, thirty of them suck. You know, ten yeah. of them are two months old. The most popular that we've had lately, right now, is Gorilla Glue Four. Oh, Gorilla yeah. Glue. 4. I hate Gorilla Glue. A few months ago, I would say it was uh, Skywalker. Right, everybody wanted Skywalker. Okay, right? stop. All right, I'm dumb. I don't know <laughs> shit. It, my my brother could tell you. Mm-hmm. You know, you got. I, I, he's been on me all his whole life. So so long as Dutch and Magic, right here. Um. I don't know shit about marijuana, weed, nothing. Please explain to him why you. What the fuck is Gorilla names. Glue? Oh, so Gorilla Glue, is, it's a, it's a type, it's a strain, right? So there's countless numbers of strains. They're hybrids. They're crossed with each other. They're genetically bred, right? And so, um, Gorilla Glue Four is a strain that's super. It tastes kind of like White Widow, right? So it's like the old school cats know White Widow. It's uh, considered like what they call a sativa, right? So it's energetic, it's focusing, it's not sedating, it's not going to give you droopy eyes, it's not going to make you tired. It's going to beam you up. Um, oh, right, oh, it's going to oh, give oh. you a little bit of focus. <laughs> you, you two know, have uplift. smoked that before? What? Yeah. Gorilla yeah. Glue? I've smoked I Gorilla Glue I hate Gorilla before. Glue. It's, it's right. beam oh, you up to Scotty, right. up to the Star Trek Enterprise with the rest <laughs> of the crew. Sour? I don't really fuck with it. It tastes kind of like he it. likes indicas, man. He no, likes no, the I like sativas, but I like I just didn't like that one. I was about to say people who don't like Gorilla Glue tend to like things like uh, Skywalker OG or um, what is that? Granddaddy Perp, right? That's Herps. old school California. Mm-hmm. Those are strains Herps. that they call indica, right? So it's more sedative, more body feeling. So we don't really believe in the indica sativa divide right like botanically speaking horticulturally speaking there are no genetic differences between those two right people like to talk about skinny fan leaves versus fat fan leaves that has more to do with geography and where it was grown i mean some of it is genetic but it's a bad way to divide cannabis there are plenty of indicas that will behave like sativas and there are plenty of sativas that will behave like indicas get the fuck for us some science shit the <laughs> they plants oh, they just plants man it's just plants. So for us, what we really care about, what the street is lacking, is that we care about lab results. I want to know percent THC, CBD, CBN, CBC, CBG, you know, okay, all of all of these sorts of things. What is CBG, TNT, uh, TBS? What's all that shit you saying? One hundred motherfucker just sitting down with his mouth open, wide open, just looking This is the fucking, this is the reason why we brought you on here. Right, so this is the basis of... Uh, of why medical cannabis is cannabis, right? So I'll try to do this quick. 
our bodies have something called an endocannabinoid system, right? We have these receptors. Our body already has them. They respond to, they're called CB1 and CB2 of the ones that we've discovered. They respond to something that we call endocannabinoids, cannabinoids that your body produces like anandamide. Anandamide is very similar to THC, the part of the, the bud that gets you high. Okay. So when you break down the bud into its, its components and you, and you look at the laboratory results, the things that are important are the things called cannabinoids. There's a bunch of them. There's THC, right, which is the one everybody know. Right. It's the one that, that, that's uh, the psychoactive portion. There's CBD, cannabidiol. Um, cannabidiol is, doesn't react directly, doesn't act directly on the CB1 or CB2 receptors, but it acts in such a way that manipulates the other cannabinoids. There's CBN, which is a byproduct of the degradation of THC, which is highly sedative, right? Indicas tend to have lots of CBN. He's spitting um, facts, man. He's spitting that right. shit, man. And then you have your, your, those are the prime cannabinoids, the important cannabinoids. They, they, they're, they're present in the highest amount in the plant. And then you have things like CBC and CBG. Um, these are lesser known. I mean, there are some effects, but we know less about these sorts of cannabinoids. So if I can see a lab result, including terpenes, which are what give cannabis its aroma, right? Um, I can tell you how that, how that bud is going to behave on you. Right. Right. So that's what we really look at when we make recommendations. Like, and what kind of bud you, should you smoke? Oh, uh, so, I was going to say that's how you figure out which strains for which. Yep. What's going to be active? Yeah. What's going to be sedative? What's good for mornings? What's good for nights? What's good for back aches, back aches versus neuropathy? Right. That's neuropathy is pins and needles. How come they don't have well, period come... cramps on the conditions list? It's it's something that we debate a lot, right? Because it really, bud really helps with that, right? Cannabis exactly. really helps with that. So. Um, really? What goes on the list and what doesn't go on the list is largely politically motivated, right? Okay. And there's a little bit of fear of if you put that on, well, then you just said half the population of of the state can now get medical cannabis, and then they can make money. So, mm-hmm. well, can y'all sure. put Inglewood and Seventy Ninth Street on the map and see what's making <laughs> these N I G G A S act the goddamn fool for all this M O N E Y and the West Side AK forty seven? the West Side because West Side turning up. Like a motherfucker, right? yeah. they popping too many pills. That's why. Yeah, that I, mean, I mean the West Side. The West Side, as I understand, you know. So I haven't been to South Shore in a while, right? But I used to stay over on Eighty First and Cottage. Um, Get the was, fuck out of here! When I was yeah? younger, yeah, because I used to spend Head a lot class. of time. <laughs> I used to I used to spend a lot of time in, over by Stony Island, over by Seventy Ninth and Stony. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Leon's Chicken, huh? Yep, yep. By the White Castle, right over there. Oh, we used to be over there. Thinking no, no, real direct. He just know where. Uh, Food places, so like it's a white castle. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it's uh, it's it's crazy, and it's something that that's talked about in the industry a lot, right? Why why isn't there more minority participation in the industry? Um, We're gonna get to question. that, but I want to get back to the gorilla glue for a second. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The gorilla glue is is used for what kind of ailment though? So it's not ailment specific, right? Okay. Uh, it depends on. So we we do a recommendation like this, like, hey, uh, I need you to recommend a strain for me. So we go, sure, what symptoms are you trying to alleviate? Um, how do you want to manage the side effects of the high? Uh, what delivery method best suits your life? Edible versus smokable versus vapable, et cetera. So if somebody says, hey, I have peripheral neuropathy, right? My, my fingers go numb like diabetics get, right? My fingers and toes go numb. Well, then I know I need a strain that has high THC, low CBD, low CBN, something like Gorilla Glue. Now, if somebody comes in and says, I have fibromyalgia, I get this crazy back pain and then these burning sensations by my shoulder, right? These are kind of typical symptoms of fibromyalgia. Well, now I know I need something a little bit more balanced. So I want something with at least 1% CBD, some CBN, and some THC. Now, if they go, but I want it for the mornings, now it gets tricky because that's a sedative type bud. Now I got to find something that works in the morning. So it's usually 
we got a whole process for how to pick stuff out for people, you know? Kool-Aid Kush. Kool-Aid Kush, right? That's one of my favorites right now. That's one of my favorites. Why right is now. that your favorite? Kool-Aid Kush is exactly what we were talking about. It's an indica that behaves like a sativa. So if you were just going off the indica sativa scale, you would be like, oh, let me get that. But it's all THC, zero CBD, zero CBN, right? About 23%. 23% THC. You can't get much higher than that. Mm. There's a lot of people who would argue over twenty five percent is not even possible. Open. Hey, look, they open like a ass. motherfucker hey, right now. I was just about to ask, like, what's the highest percent THC you seen this past? Most people, yeah. most people would say you can't really achieve more than twenty five percent. It's not possible yet, you know. Jamal, yes. What are you saying? You is, look like Kool Aid. What you say it was? Kool Aid Kush. <laughs> what was the word? The first word you say is a it's a what? Indica. Oh, it's an indica. That behaves, indica. Like, a what? That behaves like a sativa. That's an Irene that acts like a Sharon, but Irene is really on some real bullshit. Uh-huh. She's a, a knockoff Sharon. Gotcha. Okay. Like she don't really give here like that all the time. She just all fuck with Brenda's and Belinda's, my nigga. Bombs. Now, what do the women come in and get? I would say that what the women get is not terribly different than what the men get. Okay. Um, it, it depends on what they what they looking at it for, right? What do you need it for? Now, women do tend to come in um, with fibromyalgia, right? Um, fibromyalgia affects mostly women. Um, what is that? Uh, fibromyalgia is a is kind of a neuropathic slash autoimmune disorder where your nerves fire incorrectly and tell you there is pain when there should not be, mm, right? Okay. So it, it mostly afflicts women. Um, um, I'm gonna but as far talk, as I'm gonna let her talk about that, go ahead. You, you, do you have those kind of problems? No, you sure not you that I know of. Your knee don't be hurt. You said you last my week. My knees said it was hurt, hurting. but I don't know if that's what it is. My knees always hurt. Your knees right. always. My hurt. back was hurting last week. Your back. Yeah, but I, I just started back dancing for the first time in three years. But my knees have been bothering me my entire life. Right. Maybe you need to go see. Richard. I do. I mean, that could that could be you know like again you got to see a physician, but that's all type of stuff. Um, like you know, cannabis is good for that stuff. But as far as like what women and men choose, there's not a there's not a real difference. There's not a real difference. Blue cheese, blue cheese, right? So blue cheese is uh, we don't carry that one right now. It's um just because the 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 current version of it that's out there is is a little bit weak. Blue cheese is a funny one. It's one of these Sorry. that people think smells like cheese. But blue cheese means it was crossed with blueberry and some type of cheese, maybe power cheese or something like that. You smoked um, that before? Smoked blue cheese. Yeah. Here or in Michigan? Michigan. I, hey, when it comes to flavors, never really touched anything here. Okay. okay. It was always the neighborhood pack or I got the loud. It's like, yeah, it smells yeah, different. What, it, it, what it smoke like? Give us that loud shit that they sell on. Uh, so uh, loud, what is loud that usually shit? means kush. Right. right. Loud usually means kush. So... There's all type of Kush strains, right? Like Kush strains tend to be, like what's 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 hot on the street is almost always indica strains. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. that's, that's just that's like just typical. Oh, okay, okay. You know, yeah. so most stuff that you see on the street is going to be heavy, um, droopy eyed, right? And so a lot of Kushes can be like that, but Kushes are usually hybrids. You hear that why, smiley? Okay. You hear that smiley? Why why are they giving? Why go, let's go back to what you were saying a while ago. Why are they giving? Uh, 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 the whole loud situation. The police are, are, are on people about the loud. The highest strain of weed, like more concentrated. You gonna get higher than Reggie? Okay. Nobody really gives a fuck about Reggie. I mean, people do, but we would much. We would rather smoke the loud. 
Go. Like, like, like he said, it's the droopiness. It's the feeling of it. Right. Like, all of them out there popping pills, right? right? We all know what pills do. Do you slow you down? This is the weed that does that. So, therefore, that's what everybody wants. They want the thing that, that looks the craziest, smells the craziest, yep. tastes the craziest. And, and, have and, and, and have you dead. I'm talking about, <laughs> I, I smoke hour later. I'm just, I'm faded. Kush coma. Exactly. exactly. A, a lot really, of people, they're not, they're not, they're not educated about what they are putting into their bodies. They, they, no, because they just, they're just they're getting a pack. It's, it's just a neighborhood hand pack. Hand. It's whatever, whatever, whatever's like in right shit. now. It always make you sleepy or paranoid and shit. No, and that's why, though, that you know, like up. a lot of people who smoke heavy indicas all the time, when they first smoke a sativa, they're like, wow, that didn't do nothing to Right, but you lucky be happy as fuck. Right, right. So which one do you prefer, Britt? I like indicas. Indicas? Okay. Ghost you know, OG and Blue Dream. Ghost OG Blue Dream. That one's awesome. What it's you a cross. My phone or something. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a Ghost OG Blue Dream is a cross between Ghost OG and Blue Dream. We smoking Blue Dream. Go ahead, my bad. Yeah, Blue Dream is one of the most misunderstood strains, right? Like, why is it? Because there's a lot of Blue Dream on the street that's not Blue Dream. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's not Blue Dream, and Blue Dream is not a consistent strain. There are many different types. You know, there's types that look really red. There's types that really look blue. There's a lot of they're called phenotypes, right? If I get ten seeds and I plant them. I'll get three or four different types of from that same seed. That same now, seed. doesn't the coloration come in with with the process of just how they harvest it, how long they leave it in? And so how you can you can affect the color, right? Um, by light cycles and by nutrients. You know what I mean? But that's typically considered cheating. I should let you, you look at the I mean? weed right. before I rolled it yeah. up. Right. So, what's the best way to smoke this weed? I'm sorry. I'm what's the best way to smoke this weed? Like the the loud and the and the, what what you talking about now? So it depends by flavor or by effect, right? So. Um, when I test something in a legal market like Colorado, what I'll do is uh, I'll, I'll roll a joint. I'll weigh it. It'll be exactly half a gram. I'll use a machine to roll it so it's very consistent. I'll use a machine to grind it. Um, and I'm going to use uh, rice papers or a combination, rice, hemp, flax, one of these, something with neutral neutral, uh, neutral flavor. This for um, you, Doc. And then we'll evaluate it. I'll evaluate. I used to be a coffee buyer, a tea buyer, right? I used to go to Asia and, and buy teas and, and taste stuff all the time. So I created, we create a sheet, right, on how to measure it. You got to look at smoke quality, throat hit, aroma, retronasal olfaction, stuff like that. Um, it all means, man. It all matters, man. And then I'll try it in a glass bowl, too, in a clean glass bowl. Okay. Um, and then we'll evaluate it that way. So that's the best way to smoke if you want to evaluate something right now why does everyone smoke blunts though um that's the best way to smoke if you got a share right because it burns slow you try to pass yeah. a joint around it'll be all fried out by the time we're done talking out today. you know so uh, i think that's why those have no become bullshit. popular you um, said what did, what did you just say sour i'm not smoking no blunts out today blunts, is like, blunts <laughs> is like for like this right, right here if we all smoking we we coming with blunts what about the backwoods uh, the backwoods. That's the same. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's just a bad blunt. That's just horrible, man. And there you have it. <laughs> it's horrible. Backwoods are horrible. Yeah. Backwoods are the but new since Vegas, some rappers man. said it. Rappers. So what? Rappers talk about raping I bitches. Like that's cool too. I mean, I mean, I mean, but they, I'm not talking about they, that's what, who yeah, made it pop. I, 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 I made it I like cool. But but see, that's the thing. Hey, look, Rich. Yes, sir. Nick Sour. Brick. Yes. Durban poison. Smoked it. 
Out in, out in Denver. He, that nigga hyped. You see how hyped that motherfucker is? Poison right Poison is one of my favorites. smoked it. Nostalgia, man. <laughs> it's all about nostalgia. Durban Poison. What is Durban Poison? I Durban mean, Poison is an old, old strain. Some people will say it's a land race. I don't tend to believe that it's a land race, but it's from the, the port city of Durban in uh, South Africa. Right, it's called Durban Poison. From the because, motherland! Uh, because it's notorious uh, It's notorious for giving you bloodshot eyes. You know? um, but that's a great one. That's a super sativa-like, uh, high THC, usually low in everything else. You know, um, good smell. A, a, a Durban Poison should smell a little bit like citrus, right? It should smell a little bit like, like lemons or something like that. Um, uh, very strong piney, different than an OG pine, but a little bit of like a fresh grass kind of aroma to it. Uh, very visual, right? Your colors yeah, are more visual. vibrant, yeah, things like visual. that. Um, uh, that's that's one of my favorites. That's that, that's what I would call. It. That's a classic strain. Sour about the OG Kush, man. Celebrity OG Kush, right? Man. Platinum Girl Scout cookie. Smoked it. You smoke Girl Scout. What's the difference between that and regular Girl Scout cookie? Platinum Girl Scout is a phenotype of Girl Scout cookie. Oh, okay. Translation, I don't know. So if you a phenotype is, let's say I I I got my seeds from a certain breeder. They're all from the same plant. I got 10 of them. I plant them. I'm not going to get 10 identical plants. I'm going to plant 10 of them. that like yeah. five minutes yeah. ago. They're going to be a little bit different. <laughs> I'm going to pick out the ones that I like. If I find one that I like, I'm going to keep breeding it to get those qualities that I want from it. And eventually, if I do that enough look times, I have a new look type. You know? He said the same Explain thing about the blue dream. Explain to him and look at him like, like we got a pineapple Ciroc and we got blue dye and we got peach and we got lime. Like it's all Ciroc. But it's all Ciroc. You get it? Gotcha. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> So Platinum Girl Scout's probably my favorite Girl Scout cookie, you know. Wow. Concentrates. Sure, that's that dab. Uh, right? G6 Shatter. G6 Shatter is amazing, right? So uh, Shatter is the highest form of wax, right? So Shatter is the hardest to make. Uh, it's uh, Some strains just won't shatter up. The, something will happen. It's called buttering up. This happens when, you, when you're creating a, a concentrate. So concentrates are like hash. Right, they're way stronger, way better oh, ways of making hash. Um, Why you say it like that? Listen, I I had wax one time, and the first time was the last time. It was just way too strong for me. What did you? Uh, I said, I'm waxing. What are you doing? What, what the fuck? It's, it's dab. It's all the same thing. It's, it's, it's all the same. Read the dance? Thing. No, no fool. <laughs> <laughs> Look like you want to. No, you have like a, you have like a pen. Uh huh. So there's lots of different ways to consume it. You could smoke it out of a pen, right? Mm -hmm. Like a like one of those. They put it in disposable cartridges, torch. or you can do it off a rig. What he's talking about, where you where you take a little butane torch, you heat up a quartz or titanium nail. It looks like a bong, like a water pipe, basically. But the yeah. the fixture that you put it too. on is different. But these things are three, four, five times stronger than the strongest cannabis, right? They, they typically cannabis really good strain is twenty percent or up. I mean, top notch strain is twenty percent THC or higher. Um, when you're talking about uh, concentrates, you're usually 50, 60, 70, 80, up to 90%. Oh, my goodness. Eighth grade so, I high. wish I knew that information before I did it. So, Britt, you were around here acting like old dirty bastard, huh? I don't even know. Oh, you niggas. Eighth grade oh, high. You <laughs> that's, the, that's the best way to describe it. I just the know that high. day I was like, I'm not doing this shit. Again. Shit. This shit. Eighth grade high. That's the best way to describe it. Yeah. Eighth I mean, grade, so, eighth grade. Like yeah. I just smoked weed for the first time. What the fuck's going on? I can't yeah. stop laughing. I'm hungry. I'm kind of leaning over, yeah, but I'm standing up crazy. straight. Like yeah, I went in the corner store, bang like ten dollars worth of like the dollar chips within a matter of fifteen minutes. First time I hit a dab. And what? I was tripping. Like yeah, this was the time I like the all of my surroundings turned into cartoons. 
This sound like the shit for me. No, yeah, yeah you can um, <laughs> definitely. I'm in a different land. I, like, it was crazy. About I didn't, I didn't quite, I didn't quite go there. No, but yeah. I was, I was, it, it was a high that, and this sound like some whole hype shit. It was a high that came down and hugged the fuck out of me. Like it just, <laughs> it just shit again. It, it, it hugged me. It came I'm down. Say it like this: the high came what? The, like the high, high came down and hugged. me. Bombs. Like you know, I was. Like, see, y'all don't smoke weed, so y'all don't understand. I've been high before. Also, like, like, Mike, really you, okay, you've been high before, but hold on, I'm, I'm gonna try to get what he's saying, Mike. I'm gonna try to get him there, Mike. Remember the first time you probably smoked some Kush for real, for real? Like you knew it was a little like legit shit, and you had been smoking whatever the fuck you was smoking. Mike smoked with us and thought he smoked crack. And, listen, listen, and you hit listen. this shit, and it was. <laughs> <laughs> like imagine that, but like on steroids, like times ten. It, it was ridiculous. I'm gonna tell you something. This the funniest shit in the world. I smoked some weed one time and was riding with a young lady in a car uh-huh. and stopped the car I was driving in the middle of the street. And she was like, "What you stopping for?" I was like, "You didn't see the two trees just run across the street." She was like, you too high. <laughs> I was like, Mr. the trees is right across the street. We was two blocks away from the house. I parked the car. I got in the bed. And I got in the ball. It seemed like the bed was getting smaller with me. I was like, if you getting me through this. Yeah. God damn. That sounds like you did shrooms. I went back to the old girl the next day. Her name was Carissa. Fuck it. I don't give a fuck. She was, <laughs> she was, girl, fuck her. She was doing hair in the shop. That's who sold me the weed. I said, you gave me the wrong shit. Said, what did she give him? I just got sober. What did she give him? <laughs> like, he, he, that's just that's just how it is. It's like the first time you had some hundred weed. proof. You know what I'm saying? You like, oh, like the that Everclear. Yeah, like the first black time lady? you had Popeyes. Popeyes, spicy Popeyes at that. 1979. Can I blow your mind right? Thirteen years old. Blow our mind. The first person I ever smoked with. No lie. 1995, April, at the Freaknik in front of the Renaissance Hotel. Like you got to three, go to Freaknik. About, about 3 o'clock in the morning. Tupac Shakur. Never. Right hand of God, my man Rice is my, my right hand witness. And he was like, you know how to roll? I was like, no, who the fuck? Rice was like, get to him. He was another dude, another little homie from the block in Inglewood. He rolled the weed and Pac was out there. They was filming a video for Terminator X. And they tried to put the cameras on Pac, and he went crazy. He was like, I got 13 goddamn cases. What the fuck is y'all putting all these cameras on me for? A nigga ain't got time for this shit. Once he smoked, he calmed all the way the fuck down and told us every story in the world. Yeah, that's usually what happens. Until some chicks came up. There was like, 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 some chicks came up, and it was the two baddest ones. It was like seven of them, but the two baddest ones, them and Tupac was gone, like, like out of nowhere. Like he was just like taking pictures. They had the cameras back then and this and that, and them bitches was gone. It was like whatever their names was. They were like, yeah, you know, them bitches definitely. You know, they some groupy bitches. So I, I just see niggas, they faces like, yeah, I bet you want to go. <laughs> my first time getting high wasn't that great at all, but it was great. Yeah, neither was mine. No, I mean it was great though. And I smoked train wreck my first time. How old were you when you first started? Nineteen. Getting high? Okay. Oh. How old were you when you first started getting high? <laughs> 25. How Dutch? I'm 13. Uh, probably like 13, 14. Oh, man. I'm a pie for real, then. How old were you? 11. 
I don't even Parents think I knew what weed was when I was 11. Right. Yeah. I was Damn. 18 or 19. Look at right, brother. Like, I don't want to know this about your life. Right. <laughs> look, look, we, we had other shit to do, man. You didn't want to play Atari. You know, how the hell did you come across I was out in the back shit, out, out there in Creed, Illinois, out there in the middle of the boonies. My man's next door say, come smoke this weed. Been trying to give me smoke weed all summer. How old was he? year or two older than me. Hold that thought for one second. Okay. Tonight's episode is sponsored by Snap at You Photography. Snapatyouphotography.com for all weddings, birthdays, proms, and abortion, successful abortion parties. <laughs> snap at you photography, snap at you photography.com. Bombs! And don't forget the divorces too. We do divorce parties too. Rich. No, finish telling your story about you. You got oh, yeah. week, you high? First time I smoked weed, we went out to the back shed behind his house. Chilling in there, whatever. Smoked, hit it a couple times. Started liking the feeling. Started feeling a little tingly. Finished the whole blunt off with him. And I kid you not, when I stepped out that damn shed, <laughs> the, the grass was greener, the sky was bluer, the wind felt great, sun felt great. Went straight in the crib, straight to the kitchen. Grabbed the sour cream and onion ruffles. Banged out. I've been smoking ever since. Bombs! I only, only probably stopped smoking weed since I started smoking weed probably like twice. And both of those durations probably lasted no longer than six months. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's real. And mine wow. was, I was working at Chick-fil-A. I had this what? white boy co-worker. Okay. And he invited me. He was telling me he smoked. He invited me to smoke. He said he had two strains. He had train wreck. He had sour diesel. He let, he let me try both of them. That was my first time smoking. That's the connection. All right, go ahead. Story. Celebrities. <laughs> That's it. What happened? Uh, he just got me high. Got was, you high. He didn't try to pull it. No, no. What about you, Rich? Come on. No. You, you know oh, how man, I feel I don't about even, those. Come on now. You don't even remember. I don't even remember. I'll be <laughs> honest. I, I was one of the last ones in the crew know. to start smoking. You see, you see yeah. that face? That face yeah. legit. What, what about so you, Sal? Uh, the first time I smoked was at. My homie Ivo career, rest in peace. Uh, they had some weed. We was gonna keep going to rap and shit. Niggas had just made a James Bond beat. And we smoked in the basement and his OG was coming and I seen her shadow and shit. I kind of jumped down on the ground like I was 007 trying to hide from him. But he <laughs> wouldn't get in trouble. As soon as we came up the stairs, excuse me, as soon as we came up the stairs, she was right there. Was, got to just whooping his ass as soon as she came up out of the little hallway. We just ran up out of there. They told me I was tweaking, but I knew I seen her, so I knew I wasn't tweaking, but I was tweaking her. Because I, I was definitely like on the walls and shit. Like, Don't y'all ever in your life again I, make fun of me saying no words and fucking up a word. Because this boy just said he seen her. I did. Ain't nobody that's not a real word. Nobody's never been sick in their life. You can't fuck up a word. It's not real. The boy um, who got me smoking weed and he ended up becoming my drug dealer at that time, he really got me spoiled when I was in Edwardsville, allegedly. He got me spoiled when I was in Edwardsville because he would deliver it. He would let me try before I buy. He would, like, he knew his strengths. And then when I came back to Chicago, everybody was like, it's just loud. Loud. I'm like, what is this? Then they didn't want to bring it to you. It was crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, man. The white boys was on it. Yeah, you went right from a fucking... <laughs> 
what you call it? Walmart. What, 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 what did that you have? Fucking hell. That's what, what you did. The gay dude that was washing your clothes. Uncle Julius. Uncle Julius. <laughs> Uncle Julius to the poor white boy that was. From Chick fil A. Yeah, to. Yeah, God damn. See, and she started smoking weed with good weed. Like, yeah. I'm talk, I was blowing Reggie's. I ain't, I ain't smoking no and real for the good longest, weed. Like I was, and for the longest, I would tell people, like, I've never smoked Reggie. But you know, everybody say that. So when I would say it, they'd be like, oh, shut up, you smoked Reggie. I'm like, no, I really never uh, smoked so Reggie. For a long time. You smoke weed and get the munchies. I smoke weed and get a lot of different emotions and feelings. You never smoke weed. I did. Yeah, he smoked some weed. Oh, you have? Yeah, he always got the munchies. I don't know if I was ever high. Yeah, I smoked them What the fuck you mean? I don't know if I was high. You're a liar. That's what Chicago work is. He's a liar. I I know he knows he's been high because he was high with me. Well, remember the time we drove from Kalamazoo to Cleveland that one time and I was blowing in the car and you ain't even hit the weed that time and you looked dead over at me yeah, and was like, I'm getting, high. That's how you be getting Come on, high. Man. Come, See, here's the thing. Because we'll smoke the truck I, I and you'll get high. I, I smoked some weed in 1998 for the first time. Um, you got a big ass party. Listen to Wu-Tang forever? I didn't, I didn't, yeah, yeah alfalfa. <laughs> I didn't know. No, this was, uh, I was listening to this rapper named Journalist. You remember Journalist? No, I don't know him. You the only nigga. Heard journalist? Only <laughs> Um, I remember EC EC's it was, it was LLP I remember that one back then uh, I smoked it It was a joint I smoked it <laughs> It was some Reggie I guess I, did, I, I did don't it. know I didn't know if I got high now I'm Yo in say. 1998 it was, it was worse than Reggie That was all that was It was brick You know it like was, that's all that was In the in the 90s Garba yeah. Right uh, okay What they call it uh, Green no, what You got lows, mids, say? and highs, man. Everything back then was just low. Yep. Rich. Because my man in that movie on 66 in Polina used to have certain hours. They used to sell the bags of weed for $35 a bag. And they used to have a block lined up. Sound like an A. And it was called uh, Green. It was called D. It was, I, f- I forget what they called it. You ever used to go to over there by 39th, by Comiskey? No, I, I I never go on no weed oh, yeah. missions and no shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, the weed building was on Forty Third State. No, there was one on Forty Third. There was one on Thirty Fifth that the BDs used to do, and then there was yeah, one on Thirty Ninth where the GDs used this to be. This motherfucker knows his shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> back then, back then, Rich. Back then they used to stamp it. It would say No Limit Soldier, No Limit Tank. They had a Machiavelli. They had a Jamaican Funk in the envelopes, in the blue envelopes. Yeah, they used to line it up around it. It was, it was, it was crazy busy back then. That, but that's where we used to go in the nineties. You had no fear buying that shit from the projects over there? Nah, man. Like I said, I grew up, you know, pretty comfortable around that stuff. He wasn't worried. So you, you, you did this on no limit thing back then, huh? Well, yeah, back then in the nineties, it was all past me to green. I need some weed with my Hennessy. That was every every that was the whole Bosh! summer was that. Yeah. Did you hear? Did you hear? I hear, man. Heard him. Hey, look, I gotta ask Harley Sue. What the hell is that? TSU. So Harley Sue is a cross between Harlequin and Tsunami. These are called high CBD strains. They don't really get you that high, um, but the high CBD, which is non psychoactive, it's really good for. Muscle tremors, spasticity, seizure disorder, things like that. Wow. So this is the kind of stuff that you would turn into an oil and give to a child, you know, for epilepsy. What about somebody with like, like that suffers from like maybe like gout, something like that? Right. So gout's, gout's a tough one. Gout's a lot of nerve Mom, pain in the, in, the, in the kind of. So there's two things with gout. You have to deal with the pain and then you have to deal with the inflammation. Right. Yeah. So I would put people on two things. I would use something like a high CBD oil to bring down the inflammation over time, right? I'd put you on a schedule, two, three, four, five months, however it goes. And then you would need a high THC product just to deal with the with the pain when it flare up. Now, the, 
the the first part of that would it be uh, a wax would it be so generally we we use things called the uh, rso's rick simpson oil and the reason that you do that is because it's very easy to measure i can be like mm-hmm. you need to take nine milligrams 10 milligrams so 35 milligrams well so they're in little syringes that you can measure out mm-hmm. And then you take those sublingually under the tongue, in the gums, right? If you want it to absorb through your mouth, you don't want to swallow it. Edibles work very differently, right? When you inhale, it goes from your lungs to your bloodstream, up your spinal column, into your brain, and then recycled through your body. When you take it sublingually, it does a very similar thing. It's easy to predict, quick onset, etc. When you digest it, the thing that changes is your liver gets a hold of it. It converts THC to something called 11-hydroxy-THC. 11-hydroxy-THC is an active metabolite. It feels different. It works different. It acts different. Um, and it doesn't actually enter your bloodstream until it gets into your small intestine so when we're talking about edibles it's very hard to make a recommendation because everybody's metabolic systems are so different right right? like all your gut bacteria is totally different so i don't know how it's going to affect you i don't know how long it's going to take to hit you i don't know how much you need but when we're talking about smoking or sublingual and stuff like that it's much easier for me to predict why did waka uh overdose on edibles I mean, it depends what you call an overdose. Uh, yeah, overdose with, too. Yeah, an overdose with cannabis is simply taking an amount that you can't handle, right? There is, there is, it is physically impossible to overdose on cannabis. It does not interact with your brainstem. It doesn't control any of your involuntary actions like breathing and your heart rate, right? So, um, in order, we don't even know how much it takes to kill somebody, right? Damn. We can only predict it based on animal models and we know that it's something like 1500 pounds in 15 minutes right shit and we don't even know how to test that so i don't even know if that's true that's our best guess its toxicity is a hundred times lower than aspirin right you can overdose on aspirin if you take enough aspirin you can overdose and die there is no amount of cannabis that you can take that will kill you that's why people like me can recommend it right if i thought i was risking your life I would make you go to a doctor. I wouldn't be the one telling you all this stuff. I'm not a, my, my knowledge is product based. So I would consider myself a product expert, not a medical expert. So if cannabis was a dangerous drug, I would not be comfortable doing this. I would need a physician to tell you how much to take. But cannabis is not that. And its benefits far outweigh its, its minute kinds of risks. So dispensaries can be comfortable recommending things to people, right? So what's the first line in the everyone thinks this is the first line in the hippocratic oath right but it's not it's uh thomas inman coined this phrase and doctors all know it it's called first do no harm right, right. that's like how a doctor's got to look at things first do no harm right and that's how we look at it if i'm doing no harm but i could be giving you benefit why don't we try because it's a lot better than the norcos that you're on it's a lot better than the oxy that you're on it's a lot better than the lyrica that you're on it's a lot better than all these other prescription medications that are on that you're on that are very dangerous, right? I don't got to tell somebody how dangerous Oxy is. They know. You know what I, I mean? Know. I don't got to tell the government how dangerous uh, uh, opiates are. The government knows. Doctors know. Everybody knows. You know, um, you're not going to get addicted to cannabis. You know, you're not going to overdose on cannabis. Um, but we prescribe all sorts of drugs where we know people will get addicted, where we know people are overdosing, right? There is a, there is a prescription painkiller epidemic in this country. Right, you now. know, um, oh, yeah. overdose off um, off vitamins, right? off of certain vitamins, yeah, you know. Um, um. So we're kind of like we know for sure in states where there is medical marijuana, opioid deaths drop, right? Uh, cannabis is very, very effective at managing pain and allowing people to slowly wean off or at least reduce their prescription opioid consumption. 
And we know this, and very few people argue this fact. That's I'm, the physical pain, not the pain of failing, <coughs> goddammit, ninth grade. Right. All these motherfuckers right. be listening to this shit. Right. The physical pain. The right. pain is eighth really grade, in your, man. Eighth grade. Yeah, you know, all this shit. Right. Like, it's, it's any grade. Any grade, for real. Right. You know, like they just, I can't deal with the pain. Right. The pain is so deep. All, all that shit. Uh, like, that's just and, people capping. But, you know, no, some kids really do believe that shit because mentally, they fucked up. But see, I, I, that was what I was about to ask. Like, you said you can't get addicted to marijuana. Is that chemically based or mentally based? So I, I, should, I should backtrack a little bit. There are some people who think a very small percentage of people, less than 1%, can be addicted to cannabis. But um, they're talking about psychologically, right? They're not talking about physiologically. You see someone come off alcohol, that withdrawal is so bad it could oh, kill yeah. you. Right, you see somebody come off of uh, off off a de- uh, heron, right? It, that yeah. withdrawal could kill you. Yeah. Um, if you have that reaction to cannabis, I problem, I promise you, your problem is not cannabis. You know yeah. what I mean? It, that's that's something else going on. That's yeah. heartbreak. You need you need little Jesus in your life. Yeah. <laughs> Don't quit blaming the weed, man. The loud pack, man. Quit blaming Let's do it, him. Josh Gord. Hey, hey, Tone. Josh just makes bad. Black and Smiley <laughs> and Brandon. This episode is for y'all, man. I promise you. So this is I, your episode. Go ahead, I've been man. reading that people have been, and this wasn't recently, so I don't know how it's changed since I last researched it, but they have been really hesitant with putting mental illnesses on the list. Um, so what's your opinion on that? Does it like help or worsen like maybe anxiety, depression, stuff like that? So CBD, cannabidiol, is an antipsychotic, right? We, we, we know that we can reduce anxiety with it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we know that we can help uh, PTSD, right? We know that cannabis suppresses dream state, right? A big problem with PTSD is that um, you get night terrors, you know? Um, um, Cannabis suppresses REM sleep while increasing deep sleep. So you don't remember your dreams. So you can sleep through the night. It helps with restless leg syndrome. It helps with all types of stuff. So um, it helps with depression. Now, when we're talking about uh, the reluctance to allow psychiatric, you know... So technically, in Illinois, a psychiatrist can prescribe cannabis, Right. Um, or can write a recommendation. They just can't do it for a mental disorder um, or a mental illness. Um, I don't know what the reticence is. I think as a as a nation, we are generally very uncomfortable talking about mental illness. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's not something that we want to deal with because then we got to talk about school shootings. We got to talk about why the whole hood has P- PTSD. Right. Yeah. Um, I got PTSD. Right. I, I think. I think if you grew up in a violent neighborhood, I think if you grew up in a place with a high incarceration rate, I think if you grew up in a place where you lost friends, friends. family, loved ones at a very young age. Shit, if you um, watch the news down there, you definitely got it. Right. But I think in these in these in these areas we have we have high high rates of PTSD. I don't think most people would would argue with that. No. Um but I think as a as a nation, uh in the United States, I think we have a very hard time talking about mental illness. And I don't know why that's the case, but yeah. we have a very hard time doing it. In, in well, we can talk about stuff. Caitlyn Jenner and give her all the praise. Uh, why you even bring that up? Man? I'm just saying, like, like, <laughs> like, like, you can get a gaze all the fucking, okay. you know, like y'all it's be not. tripping, like y'all really protect them too. I'm not, I'm not protecting Caitlyn Jenner, but you're saying gayness about. is a mental illness. That's a whole different discussion. It is. Okay. Oh, you thought you sucking a dick and you got a dick. What's so wrong with you? Oh, that's <laughs> cool. <laughs> Right. A, a psychiatrist, if they reviewed your technically, if they reviewed your medical records, they could say you do have, you know, uh, CPRS2 or something like that. 
Um, none, none in Illinois have done it yet, but technically anyone pra- licensed to practice medicine under the Medical Practice Act of 1987 is allowed to write the recommendation. And psychiatrists are MDs. They are allowed to do that. Do you think they they are, like, willing? Like, if I went to my psychiatrist and asked... It, 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 it depends. I think right now there's a lot of reticence. There's a lot of fear on the part of physicians um, thinking that they're somehow going to get in trouble for writing these recommendations. Uh-huh. And it's something that we work on all the time. We do a lot of outreach with physicians. I do a lot of presentations to physicians to kind of let them understand what their, what their legal situation is um, and that they're fully protected. Okay, I got three things I want to talk about. Edibles. Edibles. Yeah. We want to eat some. Yeah. What are they? <laughs> what the fuck is edibles? Edibles are just mm-hmm. a consumable form of cannabis that we were talking about before, right? You eat it instead of smoking it, but the effects are very different. Uh, that's what I was saying before with the way your body metabolizes it. Um, the effect from edibles is a little bit more intense. You're going to uh, need like two or three of them, but they fucking yeah. <laughs> 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 The You know, but they're very, uh, they're very popular with people who uh, cannot or will not smoke. Um, right. Um, they're very popular with uh, older generations of people who are more uncomfortable with the idea um, or who are not capable of doing things like rolling joints. Like we get little old ladies who's like, I don't know how to roll a joint. You know, let me just eat a piece of chocolate. And that might be legitimately easier for her. Old lady wants to get high, okay? If I, if I make some brownies, you'll eat some. Yeah, All right, you got to buy the smoke, though. I'm gonna make them. I had $50. Some, I had some cupcakes one time, and, and they were they were made out. Of, they were made with heat. Now, mm-hmm. exactly how much she put in the batter, I don't know. All I'll say is one cupcake. Yeah, all you need is like one. I mean, mm-hmm. but it, but it depends on how much, especially with the Keith. Like I don't. I, I, every edible I've had that was like oil that somebody made at the crib, it's kind of trash. Already made them cupcakes with that Keith, and I've been trying to find her since, and that was like 2010, yeah. because it it did the exact thing I needed it to. I the, ate it, and it was. Whew. Yeah, the new trend is you don't you don't usually make edibles from flowers anymore, like commercial edibles, right? So we know exactly how many milligrams of THC, CBD, CBN, whatever are in each piece. Um, the new thing is to make it with concentrates. You can completely eliminate the taste of cannabis. So you yeah. can make pretty yeah. much anything that you want. You can control the dosage. If you use an emulsifier, you can make sure it's very even so that this corner of the brownie pan isn't different than the center, et cetera. Mm. Um, um, and their edibles are very sophisticated now. They're, they're, they're miles ahead of pot brownies and pot cookies now. Um, at the shop, we have dark chocolate, milk chocolate, uh, uh, gummies, um, peanut brittle, uh, dark chocolate with smoked almonds. I used to have a uh, hash pot. Hash pops, right? What the what? What is a hash pop? Like a lollipop. Yeah. You like a lollipop in your mouth? Not at all. I like hash pops. Hash to pops get in your high. mouth. All right, all right. Do they have Seriously? like a THC syrup? I heard like they have like a THC syrup. So you're probably talking about the. They got this thing now. What they do is called the clear, right? Um, the clear is like an ultra refined distilled form of oil. You run it through this machine called the Kugleroid that separates out the THC from the the CBD from the terpenes. Um, and a lot of people will use this. You can either smoke it. Um, like vape it, I mean, or you can use this to make edibles. This stuff usually makes the best edibles. Oh, okay. Um, but it's, yeah, it's pretty much just pure THC, and it looks like a syrup. It's clear, maybe a slight yellow color. Because I, I heard some potent. stupid stuff, like people talking about they're pouring it up, like how they pour up the the, the codeine and, and make lean, and I'm like, all right, 
y'all going somewhere. I don't. Even I don't wanna, know. Right, I would right. much rather do that than put some lean in um, my sprite. I mean, that sounds a little bit interesting. No, yeah, right. and this kind of stuff is all activated THC, so it'll work, right? So, like, if you just ate bud, nothing would happen. Nothing. Right. You wouldn't I've, get happy. I've you got to decarboxy. I've, I've eaten bud before. I've eaten. And you don't get happy when you eat it. No, no. THC in the plant exists in its acidic. You can't form, wait to boo boo right? that shit out of you. you and like, it smell like Kush. It smell. It smell like lime. I've never eaten it. I ate many you. blunts. Now, now, um, Here come the police. How was, okay. four, how was 420? <laughs> 420 was crazy. For us, 420 was a customer appreciation day. So we did a bunch of giveaways. Damn. Um, we wanted to make sure we gave away, I think, like 200 cannabis products, like not just T-shirts and stuff. You know, we just wanted to be appreciative to our patients. So everyone came in and you like picked out of a bag and you either got like, you got moon rocks. Or you got clear, or you got free grams, or you got free cone joints. Uh, pretty much everybody got some free stuff. I'm moving out this thing. A moon rock is you take bud, you dip it in hash oil, and you roll it in dry sift or keef. Yes, sir. Cocoa gold. So the dude who made it real famous was corrupt, right? So the, they used to be called corrupt's it. moon rocks, but now everybody everybody make them. Really? He didn't. Pe- he, he, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He didn't. He didn't coin that or patent that. You all? cannot patent a federally illegal substance. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. All right. Got him again. Oh, federalities. <laughs> That foot on that neck. Yeah. Hold that thought. Moon Rocks, like, oh man. <laughs> Moon Rocks is, is, is hot right now. Yeah. I can't keep them in stock. You can't? Um, no, I always run out. They're really popular on the street. I mean, the last thing I heard on the street was Moon Rocks, uh, Irene. Irene was real popular Irene, on the street for I a little bit. Irene, I love Irene. What's the going price for a gram of Moon Rocks? A gram of Moon Rocks right now, I would say on the street, 40. In the dispensary, 50. So what's this to these I guys that's putting three grams in a blunt? Man, I don't know what they're doing. That's kind of a lot. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing because I was, I was always under the, the belief that if you've got some good weed, there's no need to keep smoking and smoking and smoking because if you got some good weed, about half a blunt, because I, I smoke by myself. I'm not really the social smoker. By half a when blunt, you, grow up, you say, fuck me, because weed costs a lot. Exactly. And, and, and usually I have to do whatever I have to do to get me. some good weed here from wherever else. So, you know, I, I did this for me. <laughs> You know, so I, I have seen a the video with uh, Chief Keefe doing that. Like, I got three grams in a blunt. <coughs> and like niggas be Boston. capping, man. Niggas be capping. I mean, <coughs> lots of capping. But you probably do, though. Because it probably be 20 niggas on the blunt. So we got to put three grams in here so y'all get high. Why, Rich? I don't miss those days at all. Not at all. Why aren't more blacks in business, in this kind of business? You know, it's a question that the whole industry is asking, uh, uh, especially because we Bomb! have pretty Say large... Say that shit again. Say that... Say it right a motherfucking again. You said what? Why? What is it again? I mean, it's a question that the whole industry is asking right now. Why is there not more minority participation? There's a couple of easy things we can point at, right? You hear that, Magic Mike? In most states, a criminal record bars you from applying, right? Mm. You can't be an owner if you have a criminal record. In Illinois, you can't even be a patient if you have a a drug felony. What? A drug felony or a violent felony. Um, Damn. Right. And so... Count you you out. uh, So I think it's no No, secret in a city like Chicago, minorities are disproportionately convicted and arrested and all of this kind of stuff. Um, And so we have a higher population in the black community 
of uh, arrest records of people with records that disqualifies a whole swath of them. The other thing that I think personally, and this is not one that's as obvious, is there is not an incubator system for minorities in this business. There isn't a bunch of people to teach mm-hmm. you the way in this business. You know, that's um, exactly what I was gonna say because they don't even know somebody like you exists. Right. Really, mm-hmm. they don't see you daily on a like what they see. On the daily is the guy that they get the blunts from at the gas station. Right. Who's right. behind this four inch thick plexiglass. Right. So he can't get killed. But that's that's what they see on the daily. Like I was asking the kids one time about did they know that the candy store was originally on the block at first and that was by an old lady who used to be somebody's grandmother with the most kids and it was like the worst house on the block. Right. Who had all the the bad kids or whatever. But they don't they don't see that anymore. Now at the whole store, everything they need is in the gas station. Yep. So they don't see you. They 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 that's that's they can't even imagine. The gas station is not selling freeze cups like the lady on the block. They they are not, but <laughs> that that in the community in Chatham, that's not even she's not even on the block no more because her nieces and she's dead, and now the other family members they're too busy doing other things now. So they think there's too much pride. They want to show if they. They bags and they twenty six inches of hair, but like like I was saying, you with the hair, I mean you you with the weed, you don't you are not something that's even imaginable right now, cause for the simple fact, it's for the white people. That's what they think. Mm-hmm. So they think up. drug dealing hand to hand is the best way to do it. I was trying to talk my cousin into switching his major. Well, he was already talking about it, but I was like uh, trying to support him to switching his major to botany. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, maybe you can get into the industry, but he uh, he decided right. not to. There's two ways into the industry. One's on the grow side and one's on the retail side. So people who want to become growers, extractors, right? People who know how to make wax and shatter and all this kind of stuff. They usually come in um, on the cultivation end, on the grow side. Now, the thing is, in order to get that job, they got to know where you're from, who you, where'd you learn your trade? You know what I mean? And that trade is dominated by white people. And it always has been in in in, in, in America, um, um, in the world, and even in Amsterdam, right? Yeah. High times now, and all that shit. You got to go back. And, yep. and so I'm not saying that these that this community of white people deliberately excluded black people. But I don't know if you've ever been to Northern California. Ain't exactly. many minorities out there. Just exactly. in period. So where where are you supposed to learn how, how to do this trade? Right? That so that's one of the problems. You know, on the back end, the other way into the dispense, uh, uh, the other way into the industry is through the front end, through the dispensary, where you get a job and then you become a manager and you understand how a business is run. Most cannabis companies promote from within, right? We don't we don't bring in experts from the outside. Uh, bud tenders become managers, right? So is it like you go you go from one dispensary to another? Like mm-hmm. if you have experience here, then you're more likely to get the yep. Especially if you've ever worked for me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, my company's reputation. You can't steal my employees. My employees don't go anywhere. Okay. And then when they do leave, they're a hot commodity. They get a job anywhere in the country at a dispensary. You know, because the level of training that we do is another level than other people. It's another level. You got a job application. So basically, the white man said, <laughs> they ain't hiring these niggas and they fuck up our motherfuckers. It ain't even about that, though. It really ain't. When it comes to weed, though, I don't really think it's that, that bias, man. I think what he was saying is true. I... My big brother doesn't smoke weed. Right. So what could my big brother show me about getting right. into it? Now, right. I, I have another brother who shall remain nameless, and we had a situation going on, and, and he was actually showing me how to become a green thumb, and that's how to grow. 
we had a hydroponic system. We had so many plants. I had to make sure my pH levels was right, make sure those lights were at a certain level, go in there and check them ever so often, make sure the pumps were working right. And it became a thing where I was like, yo, I, 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 I smoke weed. I love weed. Weed has never brought me any misfortune unless I put myself in the position for it to do that. I want in, you know? Right. I, I want in. I was watching the show uh, Weed Etiquette. I love, and, love that show. But yeah, you know what pissed me special. off about that show? Yeah. The fact that there were no, like, yeah. for the first time, like, ever in my life, like, Black Power, eh, I was watching that show in my basement high as hell. Like, I'm pissed off because I seen a couple black women in the woman episode besides that. We weren't there. Yeah. And we we smoke weed. You can't tell me us as, 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 as a race, we don't smoke weed, we don't dabble in it, we don't enjoy it. You all smoke we, more illegal You're the buyer. It ain't even about the buyer. Illegal or, or, I'm talking that's about That's what weed. I'm saying. You all smoke more illegal or more legal weed. That's the thing about Bro, it. Bro, all they weed was illegal up until a couple years ago. Everybody right. been smoking illegal weed. Everybody. So but the thing I, is, I want in. I, like I said, I want in. The thing is, we used to be in the consumer. Right. And nah, everything absolutely. we do. But the only reason why we're used to being consumers is because we don't have people to show us how to be apprentices instead of consumers. You know why? Because we're waiting on somebody to come up out of the sky that's not coming back. Well, <laughs> that's what we get fooled with. I mean, with the religion. That, that, that's cool. Trust me. That's cool, but I'm past that shit. I'm yeah. talking about right but, now. But so so instead of teaching you the right way, they don't how, even how, know the right how, way. How, how, how do you teach me the right way and you don't know the right way? Exactly. So you have to go to. Rich and, and I'm and his and, people, and I'm I, have to go I want to to guys like that. I'm ready to become enslaved because I want it. So, 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 so listen, that deep for me. Hey, look, man. listen. Back in the '88, I, I was I was working at McDonald's. There was a lady. She had Google's millions of dollars, but she was back there working the fries with us, making burgers, working the front at the register. And I said, "Why are you doing all this?" She said, "Because at McDonald's, you have to learn the whole system from the beginning." To the end, before you even go to McDonald's University, you have to know, you have to appreciate this franchise before they can award you one. So, just like the, the the industry that she's in now, that I've been in for the last twenty seven years, niggas ruined the barber game and the hair industry. You know why? Because they was getting a little drug money and they was putting fucking shops everywhere. That's why it's so saturated now. Like you said in in uh, Denver with the dispensaries. And in California with the dispensaries, that's where it is with hair shops. True. That's where it is with barber shops, salons. Because everybody thinks, all right, I got ten thousand dollars now. I'm gonna get a shop, put fifteen chairs, and I'm gonna get rich. No, nigga, you're not. So it's like that with the, with the dispensaries, then. No, it's work, man. I mean, it, it, about with the dispensaries in, in Denver. Or in Colorado, or as in Washington. Far as them being I mean, they're more so many of them. They're, they're, yeah, they're definitely more more saturated. But I mean, that's, that's regardless of any business you in, right? It's is work, man. I work fifteen hour days. I take no days off. I haven't taken a vacation in seven years. You know, um, um, my my job comes before every single other thing that I do in my life. Right. Um, I mean, I took a day off yesterday because my baby sister just just had her first baby. That's the first day off I took since I don't even know when. Congratulations on being on. Thank you, thank you, and thank you for coming tonight, man. You ain't, you work fifteen hour days. You haven't had a day off. So right. we want to thank you for coming because you I didn't have to do this. It. I appreciate it. I, I mean, you know what? Look, I want, I want to, you know, get a part two. Yeah, of course. I want to get a part two. I'll, we'll get the dates together. Yeah, and you know, and I'll bring. Uh, I forgot. You know, I came straight from meetings. I'll bring some swag out here for you guys. We got a lot of little little swag bags and stuff. 
Swag. Swag bags. I could get high? I like it. In certain places, no, it's not swag. Non cannabis. Non cannabis. Then you just hear him say it's illegal. Right. I don't know, man. See, man. So, how do you get How do you get cannabis to you? How do we get it? How is it delivered? So it's delivered um, by armed delivery services um, mm. from the cultivation centers to us. Wow. Armed. Yeah, and it's we have all these protocols. Uh, no employees know what time deliveries are coming. We have cameras all over the place that the state police are directly watching. They have a live feed to it all the time. The state knows when our deliveries come. My safes are time lock. I can't open them even if I want to. They only open at certain times when security is there. Um you know, we got Kevlar in the walls, bulletproof vest, 30 cameras in 1,800 square feet. Um, um, the security apparatus in Illinois is serious. Um, no, and that was one that of the shit. state's requirements, you know. I don't think that's bad at all because these, these boys are stupid and they'll pull it as soon as they find out where it's at. Trust me. They no, no, somebody going to pull it. It's the fact <laughs> is they, they're going to be stinking. Anyway, listen. With <laughs> uh, the fact that it... With me not having a medical card, can I even walk in there? No, you can come into the front where we can give you information. Right. Um, but you can't enter the actual dispensary. Okay. No. But high blood pressure? Nope, not one of the conditions. The not conditions really? are very strict too, really? right? The conditions are pretty strict. They're one of the strictest in the country. Yeah, they're very strict. Migraine headaches. Not they, yet. They I just looked at so. the list. The, the they are on. Yeah, they are on the migraine it's, it's headaches. It's HIV, AIDS, it's like no. cancers. It's yeah. But there's a lot of stuff like uh, chronic uh, uh, complex regional pain syndrome, type one and type two. There's fibromyalgia. There's uh, uh, Crohn's disease. Right. Uh, Crohn's disease is essentially a severe form of ulcerative colitis, which a lot of people have. Um, there's peripheral neuropathy. There's post-operative pain, right? You ever been in a car accident or ever had surgery? There's post-concussion syndrome. You ever play football? You ever had these MRIs documented? You know, um, it's 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 difficult compared to other states. It's not as difficult as people think. It's not like um, you can go in there and be like, <laughs> "Here's right. your car." I know. <laughs> no, right, of, right, I know right. none of my it three conditions are on this list. <laughs> right. so. But right now, we are currently petitioning the state Sex to related? add. Um, what's that? Sex-related conditions at all? No, no, Damn. not yet. Okay. Right now, we're petitioning the state to add like eight or nine STD? conditions, including oh. PTSD, including migraines, including IBS, irritable bowel syndrome. Um, so far, we've petitioned the state twice. You're, every six months, you're allowed to petition the state to add conditions. Um, there's a cannabis advisory board, right? I believe there's 12 of them now. Nine of them are medical professionals, right? There's a... Um, there's a neurosurgeon, there's an oncologist, there's a, a practice of family medicine, there's a, um, a medical ethics professor. Um, these people have twice tried to add 8 to 13 conditions to Illinois' list, uh, and Governor Rauner has rejected it twice now. He rejected um, everything. He'll be, God, going, he'll damn, be going to jail soon. <laughs> he'll be going to jail soon. It ain't no Governor worries. Rauner, you a hoe. Look, <laughs> straight um, up. We, we want you to play this game. And you too, Meeks. We want, you to play, we want you to play this game called Reasonable Versus. Brooks, we see you, nigga. Yeah, you fat bastard. Can't let him tell him what the game is. Go ahead. Go ahead. You, you were talking. No, no. No, you go ahead. No, no. She's going to ask you three questions. Thank you. Ask three questions. And you're going to say, if it's, she's going to say, is it reasonable or ignorant? And you give your opinion. Okay. But this is all like just random stuff happening in the world. This ain't got to do with weed. No, gotcha, nothing, gotcha. Nothing gotcha. Okay. Okay. But I want everybody to come out with a question related to weed for reasonable versus ignorance. Well, I got one then. We can do that. I have one. Go ahead. 
Whoopi Goldberg a few weeks ago said she was like trying to get a strain of weed for cramps, which is why I brought it up earlier. Mm-hmm. So reasonable or ignorant? <gasps> ignorant. Yeah, ignorant. She's still bleeding. That's old motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for her. It's for the people. Oh, <laughs> oh, no, but listen, I think it's reasonable. Go ahead. I think it's reasonable because I have endometriosis, which makes my cramps yep. painful, painful, like worse than anybody. We talking about her. I have to take off school, off work. Like I cannot go anywhere. Um, when it's that time of the month for me. So I think it's reasonable. No, I think the the medicinal benefit of it is absolutely reasonable. I think Whoopi Goldberg came in not knowing a thing about it, (laughs) not being a professional, not understanding the chemistry behind it, not understanding the horticulture behind it. And she wants to brand it as a a woman kind of product. To get paid. But yeah, you can just walk into the shop. We can tell you what's good for that. Just saying some shit. Culture vulture. My silly. Ignorant. Everybody. My, 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 my question? Yeah, what's your question, Mark? About weed? About reasonable versus ignorant. For, for weed? Yeah. Is, is it, uh, I ask you guys, so y'all get out all the time. Do, you, do y'all fuck better high off weed or not off weed? <laughs> so I do the best fucking off that's the a, trunk. That's a great fucking that question. That is a great question. It's, it's quite reasonable. Super reasonable. reasonable. Quite reasonable. reasonable. Yeah. Sex on weed? Yeah, yeah. Super, What's super bet- reasonable. So y'all What's think y'all the- be doing the snake? The for women, I heard it's not really that great, though. I heard I, a lot I of prefer, chicks be like, I ah. prefer sex on alcohol versus sex on weed. Right? Sour? You said you don't prefer sex? I just prefer sex. Oh. I don't really care if I'm high. <laughs> so good. But I mean, with the sex on, while you're on weed, uh, is it reasonable? Sex, let me sex on weed is cool. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, Does it do okay. something for sex? So some women have a longer. bad reaction, but yeah, most most people would say that it it, it improves it. It um, make you feel hornier, but it don't last. You long. can feel like all of the feelings. But Jameson, what strain? What strain is good for you to make you feel <laughs> feel good? Uh, I don't know, man. That's gonna be on a, on a, on a personal basis, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ah, Me personally, I think you don't want the tired stuff. You want the more exactly. energetic. Uh, oh, maybe that's why I never like it because I like Indica. Yeah, yeah you want the Hulk Hogan, right? Right. It's like what? Indica's right. No, no, it's sativas, sativas. sativas. Right? I want the, but no, I'm for sex though. For sex, you want the sativa because it's the it's the it's you the want that shit that make you want to clean the house. Yeah, yeah. that, that gets you up the indica, just like um, I'm finna like. Oh, okay, okay. That's gonna be my homework assignment. Jamal, your question. Um, honestly, just answer. You want to answer? Be like, when are you gonna bring some cookies? We got all types of stuff. We can bring some. Next question, Brett. Next question. Yeah, come on, come on, come on, come on. Okay. These have nothing to do with weed. I'm ruining the game. Um, there's a Space Jam 2 coming out with LeBron James. Oh, ignorant. Oh. Reasonable. Oh. It should be oh. Ignorant. Reasonable. Oh. They got to move on. It's past Jordan time, man. Oh. Jordan, Jordan got the classic, but, you know, we'll, we'll get to see. LeBron probably had to cut his hair for real now. Quit bullshitting around with him. Rich, what you think about that? I, I, I think that's, that's pretty ignorant. I, I don't like... Uh, <laughs> You know, in this city, you know, it's, I mean, yeah, you can't, it's, he's a, he's an imitator, right? Like, Talk I know the game it. is different. I know the game is different. I know he's a physical, you know, physically dominant specimen, right? Like, who, whoever heard of a, you know, th- that kind of stature, the way the game is played today. But Michael Jordan wasn't great, in my opinion, because of his skills. Um, dude was just a winner. You can't beat dude, you know? And that level of competition, that's, you know, so like Michael could do silly stuff like Space Jam. I'll forgive it. 
You know, I'll forgive all types of Michaels. He was punching teammates, man. Bron ain't punching teammates. (laughs) Okay. White House Correspondence Dinner. Larry Wilmore. Ignorant. (laughs) Reasonable. Very reasonable. I think reasonable. I think it's reasonable. Reasonable. That shit was lit. Yeah. Reasonable. Why do you say it's ignorant? Because it's just how you like they like to say you don't have discussions in front of company. You don't do that in front of company. Yeah. Well, he's been the most disrespected. President of all time. Yeah, you so let, you them, keep it you up. let Go ahead. them disrespect. Him, yeah, but hell no. Nah, he turning up on his way out. Go ahead, show yeah. your ass, man. I like. I like. Yeah. I, I like the way he said Obama out. I like that. Obama out. The mic. I didn't like. I just didn't like Obama being called nigga in front of a room full of people who didn't understand where it was coming from. Let yeah. him tell it. He didn't call. He didn't say the n word. Who, Larry Wilmore? He didn't say the N word. He didn't. Yeah, but they don't see it. So it's not seen as that. He said the ER. Rich, what you think? Nigga. I think think that's reasonable just on on the fact that I think Larry Wilmore's funny. And I think uh, they push push boundaries, right? No Mm -hmm. White House correspondence dinner has ever been like that. It probably never happened again. And he was supposed to roast him, right? That's the joke. He's supposed to roast him. Now, whether or not I think Larry Wilmore's always funny, that's a different question. Okay. I'll be like, he'd be on and awesome time. Next. I got two more. Somebody done decided to give Amber Rose a talk show. I'm with that. Sound like Wendy Williams all over again. <laughs> it's it's being produced by nice Dr. Ride. Phil, I believe. She's gonna be gone in two <laughs> fucking years. By Dr. Phil? No, she got the hey. Think about it. Think about Dr. Phil gonna be What station will it be on? VH one. Think about it. She gonna cap out with that right there. I say two. It's ignorant, but it's gonna do. I say two because people. What you say? I think that's ignorant. I think that's a that's a one season. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's VH1. It's like cocktails with clothes. Amber and that's Rose like you trying to take a Vine star and turn her into a TV star. Amber Rose will fuck around and so. end up on a view on y'all ass, and y'all gonna sit there and watch her ass every morning. As long as she sit there with her ass facing the camera and not her <laughs> face. She's she gonna be she'll on the view for comedic purposes, like Raven Simone sounded like an idiot every time she goes. Oh, every she morning. trash, though. She's super trash. We traded her a long time ago. <laughs> and they gave her back. Okay, last one. Kanye West and his contacts. Uh, Adidas made him do it. He looked Adidas like that made him do it. <laughs> he looked like, look like that picture right there. That's just the way Kanye looked. He looked like the motherfucking Incredible Hulk. Rich, what you think about that? Oh man, I think I'm gonna say I'm gonna say ignorant. Even though I support I support almost everything that Kanye do. That's mostly out of just shy loyalty. Um, okay. What does Dutch think? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get. I told you, get, get your man. I'm going to get some hazel contacts. All right, so I'm gonna break it down. Too. His eyes First the off, same color as your sweater. I don't agree with it on a personal level, but being that the theme was, uh, I think the theme was either technology it or was futuristic. Technology, yeah. yeah, it goes along with the theme, and uh, he Those did what he wanted to do. Didn't. Huh? <laughs> and he had on some jeans. heels on his he had on boots. jeans and heels. The rest of his outfit was uh, basically what he normally wears. You feel me? He just got his. <laughs> he just real shit. It basically what he normally wears. It's like he a nigga, like, like God, I'm just gonna throw these. He look like Paul McCartney. Kanye, pack a ride there. Before go. we go, huh? how did you like Drake? Oh, that shit cold. Right? I mean, uh, you don't like views. I'm gonna I give it a little. What you mean you ain't heard it? You like views? Do you like views? I haven't heard it, of it. It's like take care of Western, too. That Western flows. Yeah, Western that, Road flows. Rich, wait, wait, he's have you heard it? Sample Mary I've heard J. It. Blige. I, I like I like Drake okay. on the radio. I never know. I never purchase no Drake. 
You gotta get Apple never? Music. Apple yeah. Music. Do yeah. you hear me? Yeah, that's, never? What, that's the best hundred. No, I never. I never purchased no Drake. The last. The last <laughs> album I pro- I picked up was probably Kendrick and the, the Compton, okay. which I thought was a little which Kendrick though. You talking about the Pimp Black Butterfly? Yeah, or? the one that just or the, was the uh, last one that just or the, the unmastered un, un the unmastered. Okay, okay. okay. So I copped that one and I copped Compton. Those are probably the last two albums I cop besides besides old stuff. You didn't like Compton, did you? Nah, man. I bet you it was it so was I too big. It was Dre trying to ride the Kendrick wave. That's yeah, what it was. It just it didn't it didn't feel right. I had to tell a young lady yesterday. She said, "Well, Drake don't write his rhymes," and this was on Twitter. Oh, you about to go to Beyonce? So I said, "Well, shit, whoever wrote them rhymes, they really did their job." But he just probably could say them a little better than the guy that was writing them. Hey, don't Beyonce got what? How many credited writers? Singing and rapping 70. is different. I just want to say 55. this. I just want to say this. Two things. First off, views is cool. Secondly. I don't like the way things are going just because of Twitter. Twitter has changed a lot of things. People want to pretend as if they're experts on things. Now people want to pay attention to writing credits. When you had to go inside, when you had to go actually buy an album and look in a book, you didn't care. The most you read was the lyrics. You didn't even read to see who they sampled, who the engineer was, who the producer was, who the writers was. Now... Twitter is a place for people who are not experts to be to seem as if they're experts on everything when they're not an expert on nothing. So you don't know what's going on in these studios. You don't know what's going on in these. And nothing that's creative, if you're not a creative, you're not going to understand. So it's best that you really just stay in your lane and be a consumer because it's, being a creative is a whole other world. And you got to know that it takes certain pieces of an orchestra to make the entire musical. You can't just expect for Drake to continuously feed you and then harp on him because he got a right of hand and right of there. I that mean, boy good. Let that boy explain that. He sound, he sound, he sound, he just Hey, look, I want to thank you, Nick, for coming out. Hey, um, for providing an analysis. Um, most importantly. Nick Rich. trying to get a job. I'm just, man. He wait, deserves one. Wait till this goes <laughs> off. I'm trying to. He deserves one. That's good. Stay down here while I go. Smoke. Oh man, so check out the website, uh, dispensary33.com. Um, we're open seven days a week. You can stop by, ask questions, give us a call. Uh, uh, honestly, the best dispensary in the state, the highest trained dispensary in the state, the most experienced dispensary in the state. And we recommend everyone be advocates, man. You know, yeah, like those Facebook pages, part of like the uh, team. Uh, <laughs> let let the let the government hear that you know the majority of this yeah. city, the majority of this state, the majority of this country um, uh, wants to change our marijuana policy. Period. You know? people, one last question: How long do you think before recreation? That's what I was going to because ask I too. really think Illinois. The money yeah. hungry state we are, we'll do it first. So that's a that's a big debate in the industry too. I tend to think it will happen in um somewhere around five years. Exactly. I'm gonna be thirty and still smoking. I ain't gonna give a fuck if it's recreational or not. I'm smoking. Reasonable ignorance episode forty five, the Richard Pop episode. Mama, every day Thanks we from you another day we'll be seeing you again. And listen. We want to say rest in peace to the mother of the late, great Tupac Shakur, who passed away five days before Mother's Day. Dear Mama, let's go. We'll be out. And we play Dear Mama on the way out. Really? Bombs! On iTunes and SoundCloud now.